0: Greetings and welcome to the panic attack with Big John. I got a few things I didn't want to talk about today, but um <clears throat> looks like we're going to talk some more about the uh corona virus updates. Um Things are constantly developing. You see me looking around a lot if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, It's because I'm always looking over at notes and things. Um, But, first and foremost, share this podcast. uh, Share this video. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. And let's... Gab. I'm gonna see here if um I can light a stogie, feed my dog Slim Jims, and uh, podcast all at once today. So uh yeah man it's get it's getting getting rizzial. I uh went to the stow today, sometimes known as the store, and I um I stocked myself up a little bit um am wiping my strogy up but i um <coughs> so i i got i got you know some food and Uh, Toilet paper, of course. God, God, you don't want to run out of that, honestly. But um, well, I went to, here in Ohio, we have, uh, it's called Giant Eagle. It's like Ohio, Western, PA, grocery store chain. And um, the shelves were getting barren. Now, stores have started uh, closing early so they can restock because there are so many peoples in the stores at the same time uh, while they're trying to restock the shelves so they're just closing uh, early sanitizing the store which is good. Uh, I, for the first time, use one of those hand sanitizer wipes on my grocery cart. Uh, pretty cool thing. Uh, the the store owner's, uh, wife, and this is a very large grocery store, uh, but it's a small family owned franchise chain. They have like three or four giant eagles throughout the, uh, area. And, uh, but anyways, she's a girl I went to high school with, and she's also the owner's wife now. And, uh, she was picking up the sanitizer wipes that people dropped on the floor it was just kind of cool to see you know the owner's wife that I've known and had a crush on her and her twin sister for years out there doing you know the work that a lot of people in her position would pawn off on uh, a clerk or cashier but anyway so props to the Calcutta East Liverpool giant eagle uh, people um so yeah, the shelves were were getting bare, like in the meat department and uh the uh the family size packages of food were going uh rather quick um and the toilet paper aisle was empty, and people are starting to use um paper towels by the way, you cannot flush paper towels. Or baby wipes down your toilet, your commode, whatever you want to call it, your shitter. Or else your shitter will be full. Like uh, the guy on Christmas vacation. Um, The the, the type of paper they're made of doesn't uh, dissolve in water the way uh, regular toilet paper does. So don't flush paper towels or... Baby wipes down the toilet if that's what you have to resort to. Um, but the real, uh, on the real, folks, uh, Ohio Gov, Mike DeWine had a thorough press conference yesterday. It lasted an hour. And I had only seen bits of it. And uh, I, of course, only heard what he said. Uh, I heard the announcement that bars and restaurants were being closed. And because this affects me and my family personally, I was quite upset about it. Hang on, taking a couple of tokes off of Stogie here. Um, but seeing his reasoning... And listening to his health director, Amy Atten, who's kind of hot. Uh, she's about my age. She looks to be in her 40s. And uh, anyways, good looking gal. And so, uh, hi, Amy. You're married. Sorry, uh, shouldn't be flirting, Uh, (laughs) so um, they said that uh, back in uh, 1918, uh, things were a lot different, of course, but there was an outbreak of a flu virus, a strain that there was no vaccine for, and folks did not have the immunity built up to it was called the Spanish flu, however it did not originate in Spain because of World War one going on at the time. Spain was the only country that really reported on this uh, virus uh, but American uh, government knew about it, and some reacted within days, others, uh, well, okay, St. Louis reacted within two days is what uh, Governor DeWine's chart showed, the city of Philadelphia reacted in like 13 days as far as telling people to stay home, closing uh, certain businesses and schools, or whatever, and in St. Louis, there's always this curve in, uh, it's like a they call it a bell curve, in flu in flus and outbreaks and all these things. If even your typical cold and flu season, there's a beginning, a peak, and then an end. And right now what the president and the governor are trying to do is keep that curve small like they did in St. Louis. Where within two days they started putting out measures to keep people indoors and prevent public spread. Then, the city of Philadelphia waited 13 days, and many more people caught the flu, and many more died, and they had a very high spike, and then once they said, oh, no, uh, it, shit's hitting the fan in Philly, then they've seen a, a quick drop-off. What uh the government at the federal and state level are trying to do is keep our hospitals from being overwhelmed. Now, they are ordering more respirators, ventilators, all of these things in case their measures don't work and people don't heed the warnings. So, there's a little more justification there of... uh, Dwine's closing bars and restaurants. I still feel it's an overreach of government, but here's from my perspective what happened. Friday night, I was out working, as I told you in the last cast. The bars and restaurants were dead. Then Saturday night, they were busier in all hell because <laughs> all the drunks got stir-crazy in one day and said, screw it, we're going out. So it's um, it's a wild, wild west times. Uh, not really. I know gun sales have gone up. Uh, people think that, you know, this is going to lead to rampant break-ins in homes and, and things of that nature. Um, but we're not at that... Level yet, um, I know Frisco and a few other. have Frisco, yeah. Uh, why don't you get your homeless people off the streets? Um, they said Frisco ordered uh, a shutdown of everything and quarantined everyone. But over the next 15 days, well, I'll get to that later. Um, let me get to something pressing. Uh, some states have canceled the primary election that was scheduled for tomorrow. In the great state of Ohio our Secretary of State and he's not the guy that takes notes for the governor. He's in charge of all elections and other things. He does not have the power to cancel an election. Uh, This is a partisan primary it is not, even though the presidential candidates are on the ballot, it is not a federal election. It is a state-level, party-level thing. So, I'm throwing treats to my dog for those of you on YouTube. Uh, The Fed doesn't have anything to do with this. And truthfully, from the people I've spoken to, the governor and the Secretary of State do not have the power in Ohio, like some other states do, to cancel an election. So, evidently, the... Director of Health, Dr. Amy Acton, here in Ohio, does have power to cancel large gatherings. And they've declared tomorrow's primary a large gathering. So Secretary of State LaRose at... The direction of Dr. Amy Atten issued this directive to county boards of elections, and I will read it to you. All county board. uh, This is how it starts out. To all county board of elections directors, deputy directors, and members, regard to order from director of health Amy Dr Amy Acton Acton A C T O N closing polls for March 17th 2020 primary so they're saying that Dr Amy Acton closed the polls for the March 17th 2020 primary heading Summary. I issue this directive in response to Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's and his Director of Health Amy Acton's order closing polling places on March 17, 2020. Their difficult but necessary decision will protect the health and well-being of Ohioans. This directive is issued to bring clarity to voters, Ohio's boards of elections, and poll workers in response to Dr. Acton's order. The March 17, 2020 presidential primary election is suspended until June 2, 2020. This directive sets forth additional details. Heading. Instructions. For those of you who listen on the podcast, when you hear me mumble, it's because I have a cigar in my mouth. Part 1. Subheading, Part 1 Notice. Boards of Elections must post notice on their websites, social media, at the Board of Elections and polling places that in-person voting for March seventeenth, two 2020, primary election is suspended. Subheading Part 2, Voter Registration and Absentee Voting. The Boards of Elections are prohibited from processing any new voter registrations for the june 2020 presidential primary the february 18 2020 voter registration deadline remains the voter registration deadline the boards of elections must remain open on march 17 2020 to receive any absentee ballots at the Board of Elections through 7.30 p.m. Boards of Elections are required to process any UOCAVA, that's some abbreviation, ballots. Boards of Elections are required to process any non-UOCAVA about, uh, absentee ballot postmarked by Monday, March 16th, and received by Boards of Elections through March 27th. Boards of Elections are prohibited from tabulating and reporting any results until the close of polls on Tuesday, June 20th. So anyone that vote participated in early voting or absentee voting and got your ballot into the local Board of Elections your vote is not going to be counted until June 20th and no results are going to be released there are other pages with more legal gibber jargon on uh, Secretary LaRosa's directive which I posted to my Twitter account which is the at real Uh, I can't remember my Twitter, I know my Twitter, it's at the real underscore big John, at the real underscore big John, Uh, friends of mine made that uh, up for me, so anyway, that is uh, what's going on, I think... um, That this is an overreach of the Governor and the Secretary. I know they have good intentions at heart. I know both of them well, but I do not think that it is in with within their power. Um, they evidently did find something in the law, that it is within the power of the Director of Health to cancel large events. Now, a presidential primary will draw a large crowd. I think with the warnings that are out there, however, and with the... I hate to get political in a health crisis, but... With the candidates that are out there, turnout is not going to be huge. Um, And that's kind of what LaRose and DeWine are referring to here. That it's not fair to Ohioans to... In fact, it's exactly what they said uh, in another statement they issued. It's not fair to Ohioans to have to choose between their constitutional right to vote... And their health, and also, if you've ever been to a polling location, the average age of a poll worker is about 115 years old. They are in the high risk bracket, so's therefore. The poll workers are going to be exposed to a lot of uh, germs that day anyway. Uh, They didn't want to expose them to this virus. Uh, Now, here's the thing. Ohio, we have, uh, I do believe, around 5 million citizens. There are 37 reported cases at this juncture. Now, they they've made it clear when you're doing this kind of reporting or taking in these kinds of reports, you're always behind the curve. So if there are 37 cases reported, there are probably a lot more out there just based on the law of community spread. Now... That being said, middle of this week, we should have a huge jump in that number 37. And by huge, I mean it should go up to maybe 3,700 based on what Governor DeWine said in his press conference. Now, 3,700, thirty seven hundred, three thousand seven hundred. Is a number I just pulled out of thin air. But he said that he got text messages, emails, phone calls from friends. Saying that people are not heeding the warnings to stay at home on Saturday night. I myself heard that that was true. I did not go out Saturday night. I did not work Saturday night. Um just because I thought that uh, the bars would be dead. On Friday night, after the presidential press conferences and gubernatorial press conferences, uh, bars and such were uh, virtually empty. And then <laughs> the closure of uh, restaurants and bar order came Sunday, and liquor stores, bars quickly got packed with people trying to get their last-minute drink on. (laughs) But the thing of it is that, you know, if the bars in Columbus, they say the three big C's, that's what they call Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati here in Ohio. Um, If those bars were packed... And this community spread is so easy. And it takes four to six days for these symptoms to show up. That means by middle to end of this week, Ohio should see a huge jump in the number of cases. Because among those bar patrons, there had to have been infected people. And they're saying you can infect anyone within a six-foot radius. Then I heard it was down to a three-foot radius. But if their theory is correct, we're going to see a big jump in the number of Corona-CVID-19 cases here in Ohio. If their theory is not correct then they need to rethink things and think that maybe um, people are one heeding the warnings and the bars weren't that packed two that it's not as easily communicable community spread as what they think I don't know I am not a doctor that's just my opinion but if that's your reason for closing bars and restaurants is because bars were packed on saturday night then the disease will spread and the number of cases will grow this the disease will have spread it's sat, spread saturday night the number of cases we see should then increase uh exponentially this week right am i right or am i wrong you tell me at the real big john on twitter the real underscore big john on twitter um and uh we'll see how goes it that's all i can say uh, i disagree with canceling or postponing the election Uh, You know, if you're a poll worker and you're afraid that you're going to get sick, you can stay home. It's not a real job. It's a one-day gig. It pays well for one day, but it's a one-day gig. It's not like it's your permanent job that you're going to lose. You're going to lose it after that one day anyhow. And they're always begging for poll workers So it's not like they won't take you back. People, you know, have the uh, option of, you know, voting early. We've been talking about this disease and it's spread for months now. Absentee and early voting have been going on for months. Uh, You know, the governor and the secretary could have encouraged and made available more absentee and early voting. Uh, They already do a good job of making voting available by physically going to nursing homes and helping pass out ballots and things of that nature here in Ohio, at least that's been my experience. But, uh, and I worked at a board of elections I've been a poll worker. I've been an. Hang on, I'm puffing on the old stogie. I've been a poll worker. I've been a Board of Elections intern. And I've been a Board of Elections part time employee. So uh, they do a good job of uh, GOTV getting out the vote. And but, yeah. elections here in Ohio are uh, very fair. And, you know, I don't care what uh, Kennedy's son wrote in a book about how Ken Black will help George W. Bush steal Ohio. He's a Kennedy. He's probably passed out on, on the floor of a strip club right now. But anyway, aside from that. things folks if you take precautions you stay home if you don't have to go out this will gently go up and then it will come back down Uh, president trump said today and this is going to be misused throughout and mike dewine said it too well we'll just stick to trump he said that this could last until uh june or july now what he means is we're gonna hit a peak and then you know the slip the drop the slump the drop off of the curve you know it's gonna come up and it's gonna come down and it's gonna level off Uh, and then when a vaccine becomes available it's gonna go away but that is that they want to keep the peak at the lowest uh trump when he said this may last until july or august just means that the flattening out may last until july or august but they're trying to get that peak part of it out of the way and over as soon as possible and get the downhill side of the bell curve going and then the level off and then the end so I agree with our president I understand some of the theory behind our governor's decision I just disagree with what the governor has done Uh, so with that good night God bless you, pray for one another this ends segment number one I'm going to talk again in a wee bit about how President Trump is handling this and how this may affect the November election. Thank you. Okay, I'm back on the podcast. So, President Trumpy, Trumpy baby, had... Another PC today. Uh, he had his whole crew there. His click, his crew, his dog pound fool. I listened to a lot of Snoop Dogg as a kid, sorry. Still listen to Snoop Dogg, actually. Um, I like, uh... Opening up some more Girl Scout Thin Mint cookies. That's what the, uh... Rattling, you hear, is and uh, so Trumpet Baby had his press conference today. Uh, they asked him, You know, the stock market's crashing, we're all dying in 1929, we're all going to hell with Saddam Hussein and Satan. No, we're not. Chill out. Um, at his press conference, he and His folks recommended a 15-day kind of self-imposed quarantine on everyone. Noting that some states had already closed bars and restaurants and large gatherings. Um... During the vi- the presidential debate last night with Biden and Bernie, I had a little cigar stuck to my tongue. Um, when they were asked, "How would you handle this?" they could not say that they would have done anything any differently than Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump is a very forthright businessman. And I think that's who we need in a crisis like this. Not a politician that's worried about their election. We need somebody that's able to say this is how we're handling it. We're going to follow the directives and the orders of these experts. We just had a meeting and discussed what to do. And this is what we're going to do. And that's how Trump has handled this. Of all the major industrialized countries of the world. This disease has spread to... And throughout America, slower than anywhere else in the world. Look at Italy, they just had to shut down the entire country because they and their socialized medicine couldn't handle it. Now, when Biden was president, under or pardon me, Biden was vice president under President Obama, they dropped the ball on SARS, and it got out of control. Then they, they knew a little of what the hell they were doing, and when H1N1 came along, then they were able to deal with it a little bit better. But it still got really bad, and there were six months and thousands of deaths. Before President Obama really took action to make immunization shots available, to encourage people to stay in, uh, to, you know, get masks out to uh, doctors and nurses and healthcare care workers. And I was working in the health. I've I've worn many hats, folks. I was working in the healthcare industry at the time at um, uh, a home for the mentally handicapped. And it was a long time after this... Eight, this uh, Well, we never got anything, any vaccination or anything when SARS was going on. Uh, when H1N1 broke out, the swine flu or bird flu... I can't... It was, anyways. Uh, it... Took them a long time to get us the masks to you know prevent the inhaling of the germs, uh, and they were only like the masks that you could use uh, in health. They were made by healthcare companies. Now, what Trump has done, he has partnered up with companies that make masks for industrial workers. And now we have more and more masks becoming available to our frontline doctors and nurses to and the medical doctors have said that these masks will help with the spread of this disease will help prevent the spread of this virus. Now, I've heard other people in the media say, oh, no, masks don't work. Well, then why do doctors wear masks in surgery so they don't breathe their germs into your body? You know, why did, (coughs) pardon me, my throat's getting dry from all this talking. (coughs) Why were we given masks? during the H1N1 outbreak must work somehow and doctors say that masks made for industrial use by companies like 3M which, you know, when you're around um, dust and debris and like tearing down houses or building up uh, there are, you know, or not pollens, but infectious things flying through the air and the uh, company will make you wear a little respirator mask or uh, as you're painting to keep from inhaling paint and paint fumes. You know, they give you a mask to wear. Well, those masks are doctor approved to give to hospitals and doctors and nurses. So Trump is handling that better. Uh, we have a big the media is just going to be all over Trump about this up till the election and he could be in some trouble if this doesn't end quickly because the media is just going to politicize this the democrats are going to politicize it biden's going to lie and say what a great job he and obama did when i remember during the uh h1n1 deal he told people to biden was just asked you know what what should people do with like commercial airlines when they're in an enclosed space and biden said well don't fly and the obama administration quickly shut him down because they were getting calls from the airlines going hey your vice president's gonna kill our business (laughs) and but it's true. I mean, you're in a, a cabin that recycles the air. Uh, and you're in close proximity to other people. And I've seen pictures of friends of mine that are flying. And they got the whole cabin to themselves. So, uh, you know, Trump's going to help the airline industry out with this. Uh, there will probably be some tax breaks or bailout of some sort but um, that aside you know Obama and Biden handled the SARS and the H1N1 horribly in my opinion it was very slow getting information out of them and they said well we don't want to create a public panic well alright Okay, that was a Girl Scout cookie break. Um, the president and governors and people have created a public panic. The media has driven that panic. Uh, the president has been very forthright, he stopped air travel from China back in january when he heard from delegates and people coming back from china that hey there's something going on over there and it's bad it's real bad and he cut off incoming flights from china democrats in the media called him a racist for this okay and said that this was just all of his closed-border racist policies. Now they're saying he didn't do enough. He's been a step ahead of everything. You know, these daily press conferences, on Friday, the markets, uh, last week the markets were down, let's say on Thursday. They had a press conference on Friday, and The markets came back up. Today, the markets were down because of. Cigar break. Because of uh, the governors and people closing bars and restaurants on Sunday. Uh, But the thing is, people are still spending money and buying up everything in the stores. Okay, so when this ends around July or August, maybe sooner if we, if we as Americans help one another out and band together and As we band together and don't give each other cooties, we we will overcome this. The peak will hit in a few weeks, then the decline will start, then the level out will start. And there's already a vaccine in the trial process. Now, it's going to take a year, but there's never been a vaccine come up this quickly. 65 days after the first case appeared in America, and within those 65 days, the president was meeting with drug companies uh, for other reasons, but he brought up, hey, start working, get to work on a vaccine. Get those prescription drug prices lower. That's what the meeting was about in the first place, was to lower prescription drug prices. But... They also said, "Get to work on a vaccine and get it done quick." And the drug companies are doing that. And when the vaccine comes out, the president's already said it's going to be free. The testing, which the Democrats and the liars and the media were telling you was, oh, it's going to cost you know thousands upon thousands of dollars for this test. No, it doesn't. It's going to be free. It is free. They're getting it out to people. Where you can drive your car up to a CVS drive through They come up and they jam a swab. I guess it goes way up your nose. I thought they just swabbed the inside of your nose. But I guess they go up through your nasal cavity to the back of your throat. And uh, anyways, that's kind of gross and sounds painful. But you got to do what you got to do to stay healthy. They're getting this out there to people faster than Obama ever did with any of the viruses that were out there when he was president. It's working. About 300 million Americans. The last count I heard, and thank goodness gosh for Google. Let's look this up real, right quick. Last I heard there was 1,000 cases in America. And um, what we've had, less than 100 people die, which is nothing compared to the other industrialized countries of the world that have socialized, central government-controlled, single-payer health care systems. Yeah, they have a lot of freaking people dying. And a lot of people sick. Look at Italy, for crying out loud. Let's see here. Google. Whoops. I'm Googling right now. Total number... Total number of allowances you're claiming. No. I wonder if I can claim my dog on my taxes. Total number of... Corona, what the heck, oops, cases, total number of corona cases in India, that's not what I want, why does that automatically pop up and not America, not googling India, alright, total number of corona cases in America. 93 93 million results. Let's see if we can find one that gets straight to the freaking point. Okay, Monday evening, at least 4,000, I was off by 3,000. At least 4,115 people in the United States, plus Washington, D.C., have been diagnosed with this virus. New York Times... Tracking every coronavirus case in the U.S. Full map is the name of the article. So, 49 states. All but West Virginia. (laughs) What? (laughs) Maybe West Virginia is almost heaven. If you're driving across the bridge from East Liverpool, Ohio to... Chester, West Virginia, there's a guy that has a big sign in his yard that says almost heaven, and maybe he's right, because West Virginia is the only state in the union that does not have a coronavirus case so far. Uh, the biggest ones are in the, uh, the tight-packed areas, uh, New York, looks like Frisco, oh, they got shit and heroin users everywhere, no wonder. 82 cases in Texas, Uh, Ohio. There's a bunch of dots around the population centers. But last count, the governor said there was 57 cases. Uh, At least 80% or 80, pardon me. At least 86 patients with the virus have died. God rest their souls. Bless their families. So, oops. Somehow we jumped 300 people from the headline to the article itself. So somewhere between 4,115 and 4,427 people in 49 states plus Washington, D.C. and three U.S. territories have tested positive for coronavirus. Alright, so let's go back to Google. Of course, India has a lot more human beings than the United States, but... Let's see what's going on over here in India. They're a nice little country. Good ally of ours. Nice big country, actually. Corona. So, Corona update virus. Government bans travelers from EU, Turkey, UK, March 18th. That was Trump. Alright, let's see here. Indiatoday.in is where this article comes from. My computer is moving slow, people. 1.5... Oh, that's globally. 1.5 ICA people. I don't know how many... I don't know what 1.5 ICA means in English. But that's the total number around the world according to India. So in India they have fourteen thousand confirmed cases. Let's see here, death toll in India seven hundred. God rest their souls. Um, uh, and according to India religion, they've turned into cows now. So India got seven hundred new cows. Um, no, it's that's not BS. That's why. In India, the cow is so highly regarded, at least according to Gabriel Glacius, who uh, went there. Sorry for the people on uh, YouTube that just got an extreme close-up of my face while I read that article. Uh, but... So, India, y- you know, they have far more deaths, and uh, they're a hugely populated country, of course. Uh, as well as China is uh, vastly populated... So, of course, their numbers are going to be higher. Um, The effect this is going to have on November's election depends on how quickly Trumpy baby can get people to follow the rules and stay indoors, uh, wash your hands a lot. If you have this corona or you have the symptoms, get the test if you don't have symptoms they're probably not going to give you the test um they don't want people running out and getting tested for shits and giggles in a panic but if you have uh, extremely high fever and you have um you know uh, like you feel like someone's standing on your chest those are the symptoms now, a girl named Cindy Watson, uh, she's a YouTuber, she's an Aussie who lives in Washington, D.C. now. Another gorgeous girl, conservative. She thought she had the coronavirus because uh, for a few days she had a extremely high fever and she had... Uh, the feeling of somebody standing on her chest, and so she went online, paid forty nine, say fifty dollars for an online consultation. Then she went to, or she called a hospital, and they told her to go to an urgent care, and then from urgent care, that's like a mini emergency room. It's about that, that big. And uh, it's um, she got the test. The, emer- the urgent care visit cost her $180 cash. So this is not an outrageously, ridiculously expensive thing. Now, if you're hospitalized, yeah, it's going to be expensive. Now, if you are below a certain income level... You can get Medicare or Medicaid, and it's retroactive, and it will pay your bill. Hospitals will work with you on a billing payment. You used to be able to get government grants to take care of these cigar break again. Um... To take care of these bills I don't know if that's still available You may, be, may have to check with your your state um, but there are people at the hospital and at your county usually or at your state level for sure that can guide you through the process of helping pay your medical bills uh, should you incur them because You don't have insurance, and you do not fall uh, under the financial guidelines that it takes to handle. um, It takes to qualify for Medicaid or Medicare. Now, the media is going to call this the Trump disaster. They're going to say Trump completely mishandled this. They're going to try to destroy him on this because this is all they can do in going into November. I want to note, aside from the millions of bar and restaurant employees that just got laid off indefinitely, American people are still working unless your company has told you otherwise. And some companies are giving paid time off uh, to stay home with even if you're not sick and you have a kid Because school is cancelled. You have a child that's home. And needs your supervision. They're giving you a couple weeks paid time off. Now. You know. These things are all good. People are still spending money in the stores. Of course. Because they're stockpiling toilet paper. And food. Thinking that there's going to be a national. uh, Quarantine. Which. I don't think it's going to get to that level. I think. The president's administration and uh, governors like here in Ohio have done enough to uh, quell the spread of this. And we're, we're going to see a peak. It's going to go up. That's how viruses work, whether it's the cold and flu, whether it's, uh, you know, the H1N1 a few years ago whether it's SARS, it's gonna go up, it's gonna peak, and it's gonna come down. And the whole thing is keeping that peak, uh, if it's on a scale of like one to 10, keep it at a five and then bring it down to zero, okay? That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to hit that five as quickly as possible and then bring it down, 43210 as quickly as possible. And this administration, with President Trump and his advisors, Mike Pence, who has the Lord on his side, and other people, their doctors and very intelligent people, have set out guidelines. This is what we need to do. Please adhere to them, and we'll get through this fine. And once we get through it fine, the stock market will shoot back up like it did on Friday. People will go back to work. People are going to go cabin fever crazy and start getting back out. As soon as those bars and restaurants are open, I guarantee you they will be full again. Because Americans like to eat and we like to drink. Do you want a drink? Hey, do you want some football? Like old Rock and Randall Hank used to say on Monday Night Footballs. Heck yeah, we do. And we're going to do it when the bars and restaurants open back up. There won't be any sports on. March Madness was canceled, which I think is bull crap. The NBA suspended its season. Uh, The XFL, Vince McMahon's new football league. Uh, It it suspended its season. Uh, I just learned that WrestleMania is going to be held in the World Wrestling Entertainment's training facility in front of no audience. But the show will go on and it'll be on pay-per-view and the WWE Network for $9.99 a month. They're not a sponsor, but I like their product. Uh, You know, life will go back to normal. This is not the apocalypse. And we need to stop acting like it is. If you have to go out, if you just are cabin fever and have to go visit friends and you're not sick, go to your friend's house. Grab a six-pack on the way and go. You know, go have a family meal. You know? you're stocked up on food have have a nice family dinner if no one in your family's sick you know I know if um, let's say well, I live by myself with my dog but you know say my dog got the the uh, corona uh, I would too. I too would have to stay home for 14 days uh, to see if I exhibited any signs of Uh, having the illness myself my pastor his son came back home from Europe and thankfully he was able to get back into the country but because my pastor picked him up at the airport and brought him home their whole family the son wife and pastor are under a 14-day quarantine that's crazy but that's what they're doing to keep the spread of this down. So what more was Trump supposed to do? Bernie and Biden couldn't think anything. Bernie just said, well, if we had to socialize medicine, we would already have the, the... No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have all the masks. You wouldn't have all the respirators and ventilators. Look at, look at all the other industrialized countries that have socialized medicine and less freedoms than we do some of them and how worse the spread is in those countries other presidents other administrations local governments in other countries have failed their people socialist countries state-run medicine countries have failed their people america with capitalism, with free market, with a president that knows how to work with drug companies, with CEOs of other companies, have, has kept this to a minimum so far. And it's been 65 days since the first cases popped up. See how quickly the disease spread in other countries within 65 days since it first appeared. Far worse, far faster than it did in the United States. Uh, that wraps up everything for tonight. God bless you. Pray for one another. God bless America. Sorry, YouTube, that you guys are getting a close up. Uh, I got to lean into the computer to turn off the camera. Thank God you guys are on the podcast, don't have to look at me.